love thank you for saying no want more episodes short on time we got you we're starting a weekly drop of shorter thank you for saying no interviews called rejection reflections every monday morning we're going to release a 10 minute or less episode these are impromptu interviews with people who have an inspiring thank you for saying no moment that means we record these episodes anywhere and everywhere I hope they inspire you and help you to start your week off on a positive note. Hey everybody, it's Kenya, and this is the Thank You For Saying No podcast, where we find meaning in life's unexpected turns. Hey everybody, I'm here with Gerald Walden, attorney at law, best uncle in the world. Thank you. Do you want to tell everybody a little bit about how we know each other? Um, you start the story. I start the story. Uh huh. Well, I I married your aunt mm-hmm. in 2017, and when we got married, she told me that she had a sister that mm-hmm. she didn't know mm-hmm. that her mother had had a child when she was in college and yeah. given her for adoption, mm-hmm. and she knew that her mother really wanted to find this child and that she wanted to find the child for her mother, but just didn't know what to do, how to go about it. And literally, after we'd gotten married, within two months or so, she got a call from an aunt, or mm-hmm. a cousin, I believe. It was a cousin. A cousin, who said that yeah. her long-lost sister had found the family. And so for the listeners at home, the long-lost sister is my mom, is my mom. And so I remember that was in, I think we all met in 2018. 2018. The it was very February. Year, February. 2018. Mm-hmm. And you guys have been incredible. Just the most welcoming. We couldn't have been more blessed. It's been fantastic. I mean, it's like we, well, of course, I'm new to the family, Mm -hmm. but it was as if everyone had always been together from the very beginning. So it's been great. Yeah. And to have another uh, legal uh, (laughs) mind like myself, it's it's been great. great. So for the listeners at home, Gerald is just so brilliant, so such a good head on his shoulders (laughs) we've been talking about his no moments for like an hour or so now and he has so many and i really wanted to get him on these little interviews so share one with us tell us about a thank you for saying no moment sure something that didn't work out you really wanted it to uh what you learned or what it led you to okay well i've got a few so i'm gonna i'm gonna choose the one about the law as we're talking about um, the law anyway and I was an engineer before I went to law school. I didn't know and that. I decided that it wasn't what I wanted to do long term. So I applied for uh, law school. And backing up before that, I did very well in engineering. I was on scholarship, graduated, you know, summa cum laude, wow. and worked in, in engineering for two years. So I just knew of my credentials, mm-hmm. I was going to be able to go where I wanted to go. Yeah. I took the LSAT, like many people, you know, who know about the law school. Yeah. Um, you take the entry and exam. The entry exam. And that LSAT score is such a big part of determining where you're able to go. Yeah. Um, it's looked at as an indicator <laughs> about how good you're doing school, regardless of how well your grades may have been. Yeah. My LSAT score was trash. Mine was like the highest <laughs> low you could. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I had applied to all these schools mm-hmm. um, and one safe school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't get into any of those schools. Mm-hmm. And the one safe school I got into was a historically black college, mm-hmm. which is also what I went to for um, undergrad, mm-hmm. which was great. Yeah. And I love my HBCUs. 
The only concern is that when law firms are looking for um, students of color, mm -hmm. at least 20 plus years ago, mm -hmm. they didn't go to HBCUs. Yeah. And the HBCU that I went to was in the middle, North Carolina Central mm -hmm. University School of Law in Durham, North Carolina, is between Duke University mm. and UNC Chapel Hill. Oh, geez. And so, but having those two schools around I knew it was going to be difficult. Mm -hmm. And I also wanted to do corporate law. Yeah. And the school that I was looking at that got me, that I got admitted to, did not produce corporate lawyers. They produced solo practitioners, public mm. defenders, um, defense attorneys. And so yeah. I was going into an area that um, was not set up. It was going to be hard. For me, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I was like, you know what? I, I really wanted to go. I thought about it. I prayed about it mm -hmm. and decided to go, knowing that it was going to be uh, a tough road. Yeah. Um, but I went in, determined to do as the best that I could, did Law Journal, sought internships, and um, ultimately came out with a judicial clerkship, which is wow. very highly sought after yeah. um, for law students, as another way of hoping to and make my degree look even better yeah. to employers. Yeah. I did that and had the opportunity to, to work with judges and other um, new, newly, grad, newly graduated law students who went to all those, um, those schools that were yeah. highly sought after it and, uh, and highly ranked. And then I subsequently got an, a, a, a position in-house mm -hmm. with a, um, a company which is also very difficult to do yeah. after my second year of law <laughs> yeah. school. And so, um, you know, fast forward, you know, 19, what, no, 22 years later, I'm the general counsel mm -hmm. for that, um, that corporation that I joined. I went back and taught at the law school that I graduated from oh my God. for 10 years as an adjunct. I have had the opportunity to be on many boards, to mm -hmm. be recognized in any number of capacities as a, the, um, top in-house lawyer in um, in North Carolina wow. one year. And so, and all those folks that, um, you know, the schools that I didn't get into, yeah. I'm now working and or hiring those mm -hmm. students from those schools. That's incredible. And if another little add on to that, yeah. I'll say, is that having gone to that school that I went to, mm -hmm. there were a number of law firms yeah. who said, we don't hire students from your school mm. because your school is not ranked high enough to that. be attractive to our potential yeah. clients. So I was told no. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, before landing my job at the uh, at the corporation that I'm at, I sent out over 200 resumes. It's old school. You, mm -hmm. you mail a resume in. Yeah. Um, or send an email. Over 200. And everyone told me no. Mm -hmm. And then after two after two years of looking. I applied for this corporate job um, literally one day. And the next day I got a phone call for an interview. Two days later, I went in for the interview, got the job on the spot. Wow. And now all those firms who told me no also, mm -hmm. I'm looking, they're looking for me to hire their attorneys yeah. and work with us. And yeah. so there are a, a, a number of, of no's yeah. that I received during, during that, that was, those time periods. But the uh, but the yeses that finally did come mm -hmm. were fantastic. And you turned all of those no's into what you have today. Yeah. Like you've done incredible. Like, can you tell us some of the things you've done since those no's? Like, so since those no's, I say I, I, I went in house mm -hmm. for a grocery store company, the mm -hmm. Fresh Market. 
Uh, we are located in a hundred and we have 161 stores mm-hmm. in 22 states. Um, I have been with them for 19 years now yeah. as a general counsel. I was also the company's first head of diversity. Yeah. Um, leading diversity efforts there. Um, I've had the opportunity to be recognized, as I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. as the in-house counsel of the year in North yeah. Carolina. I've received the Leaders in Diversity Award, uh, Citizen Lawyer Award. Mm-hmm. Um, the company received a diversity award from the, yeah. from, for the work that I had been doing with, uh, with the group. Again, I taught at the law school mm-hmm. that I went to. I'm on the board of the law school, wow. uh, of my undergraduate university, and of the university I received my MBA from. Mm-hmm. I, um, and I'm currently the president of the Greensboro Bar Association, mm-hmm. which is the association for the lawyers in <laughs> the Greensboro area. So there are about 900 of us yeah. in that area. And so um, I've had an opportunity to do a lot of things. I'm, I'm a busybody too. Yeah. So I've, I've really tried, you know, yeah. didn't let any nose um, stop me. Completely um, they stop, may have yeah. been, you know, may have felt a little ache or a little, you know, yeah. little, 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 little gut um, hit once <laughs> yeah. or twice, but, you know, yeah. moved on and was able to um, make those, those nose into strength to help me move forward and, yeah. and continue to persevere. And for the listeners at home, like when what we want to happen doesn't happen in the plan that we saw happening, like for you not getting into those schools and going to mm-hmm. the, the one that you did get into, <laughs> it's what it's what you make it. It's Absolutely. what you turn the note into Absolutely. that really becomes what it becomes. Mm-hmm. And hearing everything that you've done mm-hmm. is so powerful, the power of the no. And so thank you for sharing yeah. that. I don't know if you've heard the, the phrase, um, rejection is God's protection. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And oh, so yeah. uh, I think that that's actually what happened here. The rejections that I received have really set me up yeah. and provided me with opportunities that I mm-hmm. I may have taken me a little bit longer to get to some places yeah. that I may have. Um, but I think that the, the, the fight yeah. made me stronger and made me work harder to to get those yeses ultimately yeah thank you so so much for sharing thank you follow and subscribe to the thank you for saying no podcast and you'll get every episode as soon as it's released